Hey folks, it's your feminist warlord Amanda here with some exciting news. We just wanted to let you know that our boxes of VHS are starting to pile up. So we've decided it's time to move out of Papa Ronan's basement into our own space. But we will be bringing our back catalog of episodes with us so no one misses out. And all further episodes will now be found at Raised by Spoilers podcast. So look for us on Twitter and wherever you get your podcasts. Links are in the notes below. <laughs> like one of the, his profiles, like top seven point two five percent of something e girl picture. Like, <laughs> what you don't know is I'm also on Twitch now as one of those animated girls, so that no one sees my face. Adam's an NFT, <laughs> an NFT e girl that's also a monkey. <laughs> so this is good. This is good. So uh, we are here with Rona Geekfish Podcast. Uh, this is Alex Austin on the pod with us today. We have plebeian animated adam and a very special guest uh someone who i've known for some time we worked together a long long time ago at the g-stop lounge and that is gerald hill so awesome Ooh, so formal so <laughs> just know, on it the was nose formal. i should have really pumped it up like i should have been like the, the, king, <laughs> the king of spin the 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 champ the, the champ the map i don't know i'm just making shit up now i don't know you're usually but, pretty good at this but you just you just floundered on this i one. did well, I, dude I'm, I'm floundering hard today so i spent it was a long day of this was this was a vacay day for me. Not a vacay day, sorry. It was a uh, what do you call it? A holiday. Mm. It was a holiday, a stat holiday. So it I was is cleaning my holiday. house all day. I'm so exhausted right now. So I'm trying really, <laughs> really hard. But uh, but yeah, Gerald, uh, Gerald and I have known each other for some time, and and I saw that uh, on Facebook. I kind of you know I could see what everybody's up to or whatever, and I keep seeing updates about all this cool stuff he's doing. So he's kind of getting deeper in to the geek world, but in ways that are actually like paying money, which is really cool. So that's <laughs> he's what doing I better than us. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, my Ronin geek, it ain't making a bunch of money. <laughs> so, but uh, but no, I thought it'd be really fun, though, to kind of have Gerald on here. We could catch up a little bit and then maybe learn a little bit about his projects. And of course, uh, you know, I, I want to know the details, uh, you know, in particular, you know, there's some games you're doing now, Gerald, that, that are, you know, a little... You know, these are some big games. I, I was actually pretty impressed by the uh, uh, announcement about Sandrock. I, I played my time at Porsche quite a bit, and I quite enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to this one uh, nice. once, once it comes out of beta. So that, that's going to be really exciting. But I think we can kind of kick it off with just talking about maybe, uh, you know, our past, where we come from. You know, working at the G-Stop Lounge back in the day, South Toledo. So that, <laughs> that was definitely Honestly. It seems forever ago, but not that long at the same time. Yeah, but, God, uh, it would have been 10 yeah. years ago now, right? Like, at least that long. What's that? Was it say 10? Yeah, it would have been about 10 years ago. Exactly, yeah, because I, I, I know that because my daughter, my first daughter was just born, and I, need, mm, and I right. needed the job. That's right, <laughs> yep, yep, as many of us so, did. That's how a lot of people yep. end up there. So that's... <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yep, so I, I'm like... You know, I'm a huge game, you know, game geek. So I'm like, you know, I'm right around. Let me go try working at GameStop. Okay, how old were you guys then? I, I, I know how old I am. I'm 38. I'm 36. 37. 37. I'm sorry. So you're 20. So you were 27 back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was just a young, yeah. I was a young thing. So was he. He was just a young thing. We were young things yeah. working at the G-Stop Lounge. But the only thing that went through my head, Gerald, here was you talk about how you did this for the money and only for the money. But <laughs> there are so many people that at you know at any point in their life would have been like, I want to work at an EB Games. I'm a nerd or a GameStop or whatever. That's what I want to do. And it, you just did it for the money. <laughs> well, it's a bit of both. I'm like, well, if I'm going to work somewhere, it's going to be somewhere where I enjoy being. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was yeah. always a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, it really, it, it paid off the most on like midnight launches and stuff. Cause that stuff was always fun, but the rest of yeah. it was just, you know, just like any job, a little bit grindy, 
So that's that's how it was. Yeah. But uh, we had a good team. I got to ask an important question: How many people worked at EB Games that weren't nerds? Hmm. I know one manager from like Detroit area. I would say is probably not a nerd. <laughs> okay. Oh, remember, 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 Dave, uh, Gerald. Did you ever meet Dave Z? Older gentleman no. worked at McCord. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think maybe he was uh, maybe he was probably not a gamer. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I had to ask the question because it just so, didn't seem well, possible. Well, because GameStop was a weird company because they acquired all these other companies along the way. So at some point they acquired all these managers from like KB Games when KB Games closed up in the states. And I think a lot of the managers who we had working around back in the day kind of came from that old world, but they weren't really gamers per se. They got were it. just like part of the companies that got acquired by GameStop. So right. so that that was your your history. Now what I'm interested in is what is are the you future? up? No, we the, don't know, Adam. The present. <laughs> it's why we call it the present because it because yeah, it is a present. Yeah, it, it is present, and that's what I'm learning all about. So, uh, uh, Gerald, you know, we were kind of talking, you know, before we started recording here. Uh, you know, one of the first sort of creative works that I noticed that you've been working on was the uh, you'd call it maybe a graphic novel or a comic, but you had actually published one. Uh, would you like to sort of start off talking a little bit about how that came about? Oh yeah, that's a that's a story. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've been into comics for a long time, uh, honestly, since I was a kid. So no surprise there. But and that's kind of something I've always wanted to do. But in in around high school time, me and my cousin actually were working on a comic book, and um, as things do, it never got compl- <laughs> finished. <laughs> um, and we kind of just went on with graduation and life and things like that. And um, I actually got into filmmaking. I went to film school um, after high school. And I did that for a bit. And uh, let's see, a little bit after that, um, I I had a back injury. Um, I had some nerve damage in my spine. Is this from carrying too many cameras or speakers (laughs) or lightings? They, you know, it was this weird thing where they, the doctors wouldn't, don't know why. um, And they just kept, you know, billing me for (laughs) for all these tests. Right. The United uh, States. I forgot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then now this was the the back stuff started i want to say 2016 2017 and i just i was immobile i couldn't move i couldn't really do much and i'm a real creative person like i said i was used to filmmaking so i kind of got down because i couldn't really get out and do the things i wanted to do and oh, classic uh, tales. i needed i needed a creative outlet so you know i picked up a pencil and a paper and i hadn't drawn since high school so um i started just doing that just to kind of like it was kind of like therapy for me like just so i didn't go stir crazy and i realized remembered how much i loved you know art and, and drawing and you know uh wow <laughs> i'm the kind of i'm the kind of guy that's like i have these grandiose ideas and i don't think about how hard it's gonna be <laughs> so wait you just uh, self did it like you didn't go to school for art like you just self-learned no no my um when I was younger, my older brother, he um, he taught me how to draw. And I just, I, after that, I was just self-taught. Wow. And, um, yeah, so I never like for, went to formal school for, you know, art or illustration. That's tough. So, yeah. So, so um, I, I did not know that. That's incredible, man. So you, so, you, you made a whole comic book. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And 36 pages uh, full color and... Um, it was digital too. So when I stopped drawing, I was pencil and paper. But then, you know, when I started doing the comic book, I I, sh- I shifted to digital art. Um, Holy crap! So you had to learn from yeah. all going from pencil to what did you use? Uh, yeah, I forget what they call. It. What's that brand? Wacom. The Wacom type stuff. That- I, well, I didn't have enough money at the time for a Wacom. <laughs> Those are expensive. Uh, I had just I got like a sixty dollar tablet 
from um, Amazon and I used that to kind of just learn and teach wow. myself on a digital wow. um, tablet. And then um, I started doing commissions and then luckily enough, enough commissions came in, art commissions came in. I was able to buy me uh, the Wacom. And then that's when I, wow. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to do this comic book. So I started doing gray areas. That's um, amazing. Man. So, okay. Next question along this journey. Cause I'm just asking you questions along the journey here. Um, <laughs> how many of those, uh, <laughs> of those commissions were fanfic porn? <laughs> 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 none none actually I was, <laughs> you know adam can change that for you <laughs> looking for someone yeah uh, none none actually um some were spicy but not, not <laughs> i i was really looking into gary of rivia uh with um dandelion dandelion okay now kiss <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I can't wait to see that. That's going to be awesome. So. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Continue. You know, that's where the next no, no, is going. Next no, for sure. Everybody's going. like, you know, where that? that's where the money is, right? Is in, you know, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I might eventually come up with like a a pin a pin name <laughs> to pay some bills to pay some bills off. So. You really need that new big screen TV. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yep. There's always and, a fallback. Yeah, and I just researched indie publishing. I, I met some indie comic um, creators, and you know that were helpful and told me you know where to go, what printers to go to, and um, you know general rule of thumb and. Yeah, I think uh, it took me, I want to say I started in March and I finished it in, I want to say, mid-June. Now that's mid-June. that's writing and artwork and coloring and pop. And no, 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 no. The writing writing was, uh, I want to say I started that in February and then I started the actual artwork in March. That makes sense. And then, um, yeah, and then... So you got this uh, thing published. It, I I don't have the numbers up right now, but how how are we like? What kind of numbers does does like a self pub self was it self published or did you go through someone? Self published, self published. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how much how much um, how many sales do you get for something like that, and how do you sell that? Like where where do you market it? The yeah, usually at conventions. Conventions is a big one to oh, go to for for indie nice. publishers. Uh, obviously online. So the, the great thing about the comic is one of my, one of the main characters in my comic book is he's Irish and we have a, uh, a club down here in, in Toledo called the Toledo Irish American club. And I can't even remember how at this point, but they found out that I was doing this comic book. Oh, and, and so they reached out and was like, Hey, any, we want to support you. Any, you know, um, anything you need, any, you know, anything you, um, you know, want, we'll try to help you out with it and so i kind of connected with the um, her name's kelly she runs the she runs the the club and we just kind of hit it off and she you know she fell in love with the story and the characters and she was like hey you know what we're gonna we want to throw you a a launch party and wow i'm just like blown away like what okay um you know my first comic book and all you know i'm getting this kind of crazy support for it so i'm like i hope people like it (laughs) so (laughs) you never know at a launch party it could just be dead after that right so yeah she threw the launch party for us in um july i'm bad at dates but she yeah she threw um and i'm like trying to reach the deadline like okay i gotta make sure this is all finished and it's all because i had to send it off to um (laughs) comics wellspring to get you know printed and i you know that took you know that took a couple of weeks so i'm like okay i'm trying to figure this all out and Luckily, we got them back in time, picked them up, uh, had to drive to Michigan to pick them up and cried when I got them because, hmm. you know, just seeing seeing that 
like something that I, you know, spent all this time and wow. yeah. effort, blood, sweat and tears and doing being, you know, printed and the, you know, they, they did an amazing job with the quality was just like, you know, me and my wife were just in awe, like, this is it. And um, so we took them. I, I was modest. I'm like, I'm just going to order, you know, 50 books, you know, for the first round, I'm going to order 50 books just to, you know, um, see how they sell. And at, so we didn't sell any, we, we hold it, we held them off until the, the launch party. And at the launch party, the turnout was unbelievable. And we sold out like maybe like 20 minutes into the, oh into the, Holy into shit. the launch party. That's amazing. So, so then I had to order another box and that box sold out. And, uh, wow. I think, yeah. So, um, that's I had, really I had, fucking I to, cool. I had man. to keep ordering them. So That's yeah, awesome. it was, it was a great reception for the, for the, uh, you know, like I said, for my first book and the, the plan was to start going to conventions, but then COVID happened. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It was right on the right on cusp oh, of COVID. So yeah. This is just before COVID. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then COVID happened and then, you know, so, so you're going to start going out to, out to them now, now that you've got more of a voice acting and, and this other stuff, but you're, you're also doing bigger comic book work. Now you're taking the next step. Um, well, like drawing? No, no, no. I'm still doing my Andy publishing. Uh, <laughs> nice. Hey, um, that's the best. My way to wife, go. my wife actually just published her first novel that same year. We, she personally her, um, published her novel and then I oh. published my comic book. Oh, wait, um, what, what was her novel? A werewolf's touch. It was, uh, that was yeah. the one. Okay. That's the one I got at home then. That's oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's okay. It that's with the wolf. Yeah, yeah. That's why you were thinking wolf. Yeah, 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 yeah that's that's yeah. what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. That's now. the one. Yep. Yeah, werewolf's touch. She published that, and like I said, that was right before COVID. So now we're 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 actually been ramping back up. We just did another um, author event last week. Um, sold books, went well, and we have a um, we got invited to at that same event. We got invited to like three more for the rest of the year. Hmm. So. We're kind of you're finally getting back into the swing of things with promoting our you know our books and things like that because we write together everything we everything creative we do we do together. That makes so, a lot of sense. Awesome. You got a lot of power between you two. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 one of those you know um, lucky you know <laughs> uh, marriages where she you know she's just as much of a geek a, a, as I am and we have all the kind of most of the same interests. So um, we call those you know, the I'm power at, couples. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm good at writing action and drama, and she's good at writing uh, what I say is the, the heart, the heart of st stuff like the character interactions, and so we balance each other out in a really good way. So, well, yeah, so yeah. that's really really that's awesome. cool. That's awesome. All right, so uh, and then obviously COVID happened and that kind of slowed things down, but you ended up moving into you. You were like auditioning for voice work. Is that kind of where you went with it, or was there just uh, you know sort of roles readily available that you were seeking? So I started doing, I started streaming on Twitch, right? Okay. Uh, I started doing art streams on Twitch and everybody that popped in your voice, your voice. Oh my God, your voice. <laughs> They're not wrong, by the way. Yeah. I'm listening and, to your voice right now. They're not wrong. <laughs> and I, and my fun, my wife's aunt, she, I mean, she said this for years. She was like, you should do something with your voice. Like, you know, she supported everything I've done, you know, with filmmaking and comics and things like that. But she's always come for some reason. She's just like. I feel it. You need to do something with your voice, whether it be audiobooks or, you know, voice acting or, um, you know, just or since you always joke like you do do some nine nine the nine hundred numbers. Um, hmm. There'll be a lot of women calling to, to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so it's all, and it's something that I've honestly wanted to do since I was probably eleven years old, but had no idea how to get into it. How to, and I was terrified. Like I was just terrified because and the older I got, the more I wanted it, especially getting into gaming 
And, yeah. you know, once they elevated the gaming to like these cinematic experiences, it's like, oh, man, I would love Mass Effect was the first game I think I played where I'm like, I think I would love I would really love to do that, to be a voice actor. And but mm. still, I was, ter- was terrified. A huge deal for well, voice acting. But that was yeah, that's that was a blockbuster event. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and like I was just I was fearful. I was terrified. So I just, you know, did other things, you know, other found other creative outlets. But um. But yeah, then uh, then last year, um, no, I'm sorry, this year. It was this year. I've only been voice acting since March of this year. No kidding. Wow, yeah, that recent. Uh, yeah. Um, what was your first role then? My first, well, my first job was an audio book. I okay. did an audio book, a, a small, like, 40-minute audio book for, like, that's called Black Midnight. And oh, that wasn't the Neon Shadows? No, 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 no. This was, yeah, this was just, yeah, this was just an audio book. Um, that was my first, I guess, taste at voice acting. And again, I've been, Oh, sorry. Training, I'm thinking audiobook kind of podcast. I'm screwing yeah. those stuff. Yeah. Sorry. No worries. Yeah. But like, I've been the whole time I've been wanting to do this. I've been researching kind of behind the scenes, you know, um, figuring out what gear I would need and you mm. know who to talk to and, you know, what classes, workshops to take and this and that. Um, I just never pulled the trigger on it. So, um, but luckily I was doing that research in the my, the time when I wasn't doing it because it prepared me so much for when I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it a try. Uh, cause I, I just didn't want to fail at it. I wanted it so bad yeah. that it yeah. was something that if I failed at it, I would be just devastated. So, yeah, I could see where but, pre-work would kind of come into that and trying to, you said workshops, was there, so are there common workshops that aspiring voice actors kind of gravitate to? Yeah, there's, um, obviously there's the big one, Dave Fenoy. Um, you know, big video game uh, voice actor. He has workshops. I took one of his w- workshops. I did uh, Steve Bloom, Cowboy okay. Bebop. Uh, I, t- I took his, um, you know, his voice class. And um, now are these on? I'm assuming because these online. are during yeah, COVID online, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Especially like I said, that that's the the the. the I, hate, I hate to say the bright side of COVID, but <laughs> yeah, well, silver, well, I, I look at it as a silver lining. Is there was so much. Stuff going on online yes. that might not that might not have happened, you know, like yeah. you know, um, and like even with voice acting, so so many more opportunities started to crop up, and um, but yeah, it was, it was around March time, and um, I had already the the year prior, I purchased you know all of my studio equipment. I just never set it up, and um, you know, I just was like, you know, as I do, like I look to my wife, like, hey, what what about what if I if I did this, mm. you know. Um, because again, I love filmmaking. I love comic books and everything creative I've done. It's been a journey, but it, um, and I've, I've, I've even done music and, yeah. and I loved it all, but it was never, I was never satisfied completely with it. Gotcha. Um, voice acting is the first thing that I've, that really satisfied that creative side of oh, it. Oh, that's really? great. That's great. So, and, and it still involves a lot of the stuff that I love doing, you know, production, you know, post-production, audio editing and things like that. So, um, so wait, hold on, hold on. That, that brings up a very interesting question. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, obviously you're doing your, cause COVID and stuff, I'm assuming with all you get in your studio gear, you're doing your voice acting, even for some of your bigger projects, you're doing it from home. Yes. Correct? Everything, everything I'm doing from, well, yeah, ninety. I would say ninety five percent of everything I'm doing, I'm doing from home. That makes sense. Um, yep. So you also mentioned you do your like you have to do editing. Do you have to edit your own audio before you send it off to them in some weird way? Amount? Uh, uh, depends on it. Depends on the job. Usually, my auditions. Yes, I have to. Ed- I, I I edit my auditions. That makes so, sense. So you know, just just clean them up a little bit if mm. there's any you know 
weird sounds or mouth noises or anything like that. Yep, um, yep. When I'm doing audiobooks, I have to edit that entire thing myself. Oh, no are, kidding. That's a marathon of a job. No kidding. Um, <laughs> and so I have to do that all, you know, I do all that, you know, in-house. Um, but some other thing, you know, some of the other bigger, the bigger um, um, jobs that I've gotten, which is, is I just do them like live, live sessions where, you know, I have my camera and my monitor in my, in my booth and, you know, I patch into them through some mm -hmm. software and I just get to act. And then they can just record it and pull it and nice. I don't have to do anything. So those nice. are the nice ones. <laughs> I'm real curious as to, do, so when they, uh, I guess in this time, we're probably talking about um, my time at Sandrock. Your, yeah. Your voice get, acting get for that, that one. Otherwise we'll start out because it sounds like that's what you're talking about, right? Like at least one of the things you're talking one about. Of the one, one of the ones I can talk about. Yes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll put it in that box right there. Um, so we should say that uh, my time at Sandrock is uh, the, it's not a sequel, but it's a follow up to the, my time at Porsche. So it yeah. did pretty well on steam. I was just looking at the reviews. there; very positive. I played it on switch. Uh, cause it eventually this will also go to all platforms, but I think it's in, it's in beta or pre-release. No, it's, or? it's released. Is it? Okay. It's, it's okay. released, but it's early access. It's early just, access yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And okay. they just did a huge update for it. We'll call it huge or big yeah. update for it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really mm -hmm. cool. Is that you, Gerald? Is that your voices that they put in then? Was that the update? <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. I had more stuff for the update. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. I can, I'm always like, like, can I say something? But yes, it's out now. So I can say, you know, I can say, yeah. Um, you know, I did the the original recording for mm. the for the base game, and then they brought me back for to. I play Justice. Mm. He's the sheriff Chief of the town Justice, of Our sheriff Justice. Yeah. Um. And so I was able, you know, I was able to come back for this update, and you know, I was happy about that because I, I kind of just fell in love with this character. Funny story though, I didn't know I was auditioning for Santa Rock when I auditioned. <laughs> when I auditioned, oh, that's for. what I want. Uh, that's one of my questions. Like, how do you know? Like, how does this go? How how. Can you tell us what you can about the audition process for Sandrock? I'm curious. Okay. So usually like casting calls will go out on like casting. Um, like it, you have to be like most of the time they're in casting groups that you have that voice actors are in. Oh. And, um, you know, cause I don't have an agent or anything like that yet. Um, hopefully that's coming soon. But anyway, <laughs> 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 um, you know, I'm, so I'm just kind of always scouring the, the, you know, these rooms for casting calls and, you know, casting call went up and it was, you know, it was very vague. Like, um, we need a, you know, African-American, you know, voice actor. Um, so with a Southern, you know, a Southern that can do a sub pull off a Southern accent. And Ooh. it was one of, it was one of those, um, I might have listened to my grandparents enough to pull off a, a convincing Southern <laughs> oh, accent. And <laughs> nice. My yeah, my my family my original my original family is from down south, so I oh, okay. my and they have strong southern accents. So I'm like, I've been around my grandparents my entire life, so maybe it's in there in me somewhere. Oh, that's awesome! So, like Texas so southern. I went, I went in the booth and I tried some stuff out, and it was kind of eerie how easily I fell into it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I sent in the audition, and they always tell you to like, and that was it. Like it was just uh, it was. You know, shout out to Alpha Audio. They're they're the ones who you know are they're like the middle middleman between the companies, mm -hmm. and you know they, yeah, you know, I sent it to them, and they sent it forward, and I can't remember it was it was actually kind of a quick turnaround. I would say a couple of weeks. They responded and said, "Hey, oh. um, you know, the director really likes your voice, so it's right now it's between you and one other person. Mm. Can you do what they call is a a." a uh, retake so can you so they sent me some more lines and i did that again and then within 24 hours they were like well you got the part can you uh can't can they want you to start recording this week 
And I'm wow. just like, yeah, whatever they need. Sure. I'm not, <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Much like, much like GameStop, you do it for the money. Yeah. <laughs> and you like doing but it at no. the same time. <laughs> and then again, I still didn't know what it was for at this time. You know, they sent over the contract and, you know, and then the NDA and uh-huh. it was still very, it was still very hush hush. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got into the live session and she's, you know, the casting director started sending me all, you know, all the pictures and the imagery. And I'm like, holy crap this is is this real is this real? <laughs> oh you know, that's cool and then they like, kind of acclimate you to the game itself or to the environment yeah and sort of what's yeah like on. they would show yeah they would show me like assets and resources and stuff and mm-hmm. you know cut scenes and and uh, I, I do and have one I, you know, weird oh, oh, question on my own time i took it off you know i started yeah. uh, when you know researching it but go ahead yeah which is i do have <laughs> one question that interests me here mm-hmm. so after you sign the ending it's always been a, a question i've always had because obviously i've never been in that scenario um mm-hmm. Do you get the opportunity after you sign the NDA and see what you're doing to be like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> you get in, they show you artwork, and then, you know, you're like, oh, my God. And, and you're like, this is a Leisure Suit Larry game. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, I'm not doing this. Like, I get it. You signed the NDA, so you're not going to tell anyone you looked at this stuff. But yeah. there's an opportunity yeah. to abandon ship without cost, right? <laughs> yes. But that it has to be before you sign the contract because they usually will send you the NDA first. Oh, and because that means once they send you the NDA, that's when they're going to start talking to you about the project, right? Mm. And then you know if you agree to the terms, then they'll send over the contract. But if you're like, mm, no, no, thanks, but I've ne- that ne- that's never happened to me. So <laughs> I, I figure I'm just curious because like it'd be really weird to get into a you know to sign yeah. a contract for something where you're you've only get, you know dip your toe in at like one percent, and then suddenly you get in, you get the artwork, and you go, this is looking like trash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the record, I would do Leisure Suit Larry. I'm not oh, I would totally. It. Yeah, I'm not going to snub it. Yeah, no, no, for sure not. No, um, I, I have. I no, it's it's an insult to say that I I have no honor, but uh, Leisure Suit Larry is totally honorable. <laughs> it's very honorable. He has no honor. I would totally do hentai voice acting for hentai. <laughs> Oh, 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 I, me. I can do it. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. So, All right. so we got that. <laughs> glad, glad we got that out of yeah, there. I, I do have to say, I, I, I very much enjoyed your, your justice. Because I obviously hadn't heard your voice until this, until we started recording today. And I, I went and, you know, obviously my wife is uh, my time at Porsche. Therefore, she's tried out my time at Sandrock. Oh, I, nice. So I, I had no idea that I you knew someone that I knew. I just heard your voice as justice went that guy's got an awesome voice (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) so totally off the cuff so then uh so no no obviously they're still because it's in uh early you said early access status right now so you know is there a possibility in the future do they say if any like you know you have to come back and voice for like expansions or 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 extra release content or anything like that like hmm Short answer, yes. Okay, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, cool. that's totally fine. That's 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 yeah. sufficient. Thank you. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll move on to another topic that's probably even more sketchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm this one. One really caught me uh, when I was looking through your stuff. Uh, Star Wars: The Chosen One, episode. Oh, you 10. saw you saw you saw that, did you? I snuck a look at that one. Yes, I now, did. Okay, so now here's the thing with that one. I I I don't know how much I can say about it, but. Because I didn't expect them to add that because you saw it on IMDb, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect them to add it to my IMDb page so soon. Uh, <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but it's like, well, if it's on there, people are going to start asking me about it. So all I can say is, yes, I am playing two characters oh. in that, in I that can project. Tell you, I can tell you one of them is VC Hessian. 
I think yeah. that's how you pronounce yes. it. <laughs> yes. How did you? How did you do this? He's yes. some sort of like this- gumshoe over here. <laughs> Alex gave me one link for homework. (laughs) I did my homework. (laughs) Let me, I'll say this. I, with the Star Wars, I went in, I auditioned, originally auditioned for another character. Mm, And, um, I didn't get that one, but they liked my audition so much that they offered me these two, uh, two other characters. That makes sense. I'm like, it's perfectly fine. I'll take it. Like, you know, <laughs> just to be in, to be in the, the, you know, to be able to play in the world of Star Wars is a dream. So that's cool. Yeah. And yeah. Is, that, is that ultimately releasing as a podcast? No, this is a. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Be careful. No, 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 <laughs> no. See, that's one thing I, I just, couldn't I, find. I, was, I can say it's a film. I think I can say it's a film. It's a film. It's oh, a okay. film. Yeah. Okay. I just couldn't tell. I it, it said voice only, so it's either animated yeah. or something else. It's all. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it in whatever form it takes. I'm definitely going to uh, consume it as someone who watches and <laughs> consumes media. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. What What interested me about this one, and maybe you can talk about the the company, you know, with a little interaction you may or may not have had. The TLP Gaming, the the fun, the the backers of this, basically mm-hmm. the publishers. Um, what are they like? Like, I'm so curious about this massive, basically MMO company, MMO community <laughs> that evolved into a company. <laughs> you you have really done your homework. <laughs> T- I will say this: TLP is amazing. They are probably one of the best you know, interactions I've had, and I've had a lot of positive interactions Mm. in since I've been doing this, but I love them to death. Like it's, it's, um, they took a chance on me with this Mm. and, but, and it, but it's, it's been nothing but, you know, fun. Like, uh, that's all I can say. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, just interacting with all of them. I that's, love them. That's over fantastic. There. Yeah. For anybody listening, go check them out. Just give, give them a little bit of attention. So it's, you know, it sounds like they're a good, good, good group. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad to hear. I was, I had never heard of such a thing. And when I was doing, when I was looking at this one, wow, this is really wild. Yeah. Um, so I'm re- it really piqued my interest. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I've got to say. So I'm really excited for your role in that one. Awesome. Cool. And then uh, I guess the other one, Gerald, and, and the thing that I saw that kind of was like, man, like, we really got to talk to him and kind of catch up. So you posted <laughs> on Facebook that, um, there, there might be a role that you've gotten from, uh, D like a, in a DC production of some sort. Yeah, I can say this. Um, I will be po- voicing John Jones, the Martian what? in a, uh, justice league audio that, drama. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that so goddamn cool, man. Oh my God. <laughs> you get to play the last Martian. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, I've already been recording and it's, it's, what it's, um, a trip. It's awesome, man. It's like I said, these are these are things that I didn't expect. Again, I, I've only been voice acting since March, this yeah. March, and and to be able to say that you know I, I'm in the vid, I'm in a video game, you know, why you know a widely popular video game franchise, and you know doing Star Wars and you know DC, you know that's like you know Dude, the <laughs> world just, was ready for your voice. They were the, just, this. It was right. this is the time. Your this wife warned happen. you a long time ago. She warned you. She told you straight yeah. up. <laughs> Oh and God. she she gladly takes credit for every every um <laughs> everything like every uh, voice gig I get, and that's part of the reason why I post them on post them on um so on Facebook specifically because she's on, that's like the only social media platform she's on, <laughs> so <laughs> I post those and uh, share those. But yeah, every 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 one I get, I, I have to tell her like, hey, look, this is you know this happened, and she's like, I told you, 
I told you. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's incredible, man. No, honestly, I'm so excited for you. I absolutely cannot wait to hear that. So that's going to be absolutely awesome. So that's going to be yeah. very, very cool. So hell yeah, yeah. it was, I, I can, the, just being able to say Superman, like in, in a, as a line, like, that's awesome. just think about it. You said Superman and you got probably like a dollar or two for that. Yeah. <laughs> <Technically>. <laughs> it is just, I'm like, am I really doing this? Am I really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. But, um, man, that's incredible. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that could precipitate into further work as that particular character too. So that's, I that's do cool. have an important question though about sure. DC and DC voice acting here. So obviously you got Martian Manhunter under your belt. Um, is there any one DC character or Marvel? I'll accept Marvel because you did say you're a huge Marvel fan before mm-hmm. that you would strive for to, to voice act. DC, it would be John Stewart. That makes sense. I figured that one. I, I would love to do John Stewart. Um, the best Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love to do yeah John Stewart. And um, Marvel, I actually don't know. I really... I, <laughs> um. T'Challa. I think I would love to take on T'Challa at some point. Mm, that's um, a good role too. That'd be incredible. That'd be absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I agree with you. I do have a stronger sense of John, especially because of um, uh, because of his roles in the animated series when we were younger. Gotcha. Really mm-hmm. impressioned on me. Yeah. Because that was my yeah. Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's um, really yeah. wild, man. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Congratulations awesome. for like I guess all of this levels of success and for a large degree, a very short period of success. Like it's, it's gone from you, you struggled with, you know, you know, this injury working on artwork, just trying to make things happen to Mm -hmm. it's looks like it's looking up for you. Well, yeah, it's been, it's, it's, it's been a journey, man. Like, um, and Alex can tell you, I've been, I've been sort of, for just pursuing my artistic journey since mm-hmm. since I met him too. So yeah, you were doing a indie like a live action production even back back in the day. Back yeah, then, I remember. Yeah, you were doing there was one. A, there was a lot of things that I that I tried and I you know um, I had some success with um, and you know for whatever reason they didn't get off the ground and mm-hmm. just filmmaking in general was just rough because there's so much finances involved in that that you need to yeah. to get that that kind of and, and you know thing going. But um and I. And like I said, when I was doing the art, the, when I started doing the comic book thing, I, I got to a, a low point where I kind of felt like I failed at a lot of this stuff that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, but now I look at it differently. Is that I feel like all of that was preparing me for this. Yeah, it was all steps you had to take. Absolutely. And and I couldn't see it while I was in it, but now that I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, so this wasn't a waste of time because again, I'm, you know, I'm able to still use everything I learned from all of those previous projects and, and, you know, film school and all that and apply it to apply it to this. Literally the best advice that anyone's ever given on the history of this show. (laughs) (laughs) We're generally a comedy show. So it's hard to have those deep moments of like, when life gets yeah. you down, yeah, yeah. It's three three guys sitting around in a room demotivating one another usually. So it's <laughs> absolutely yeah. trying to stonewall one another. <laughs> no, it's good to hear because um, on the artistry, you know, creative, I guess, world of things, I'm I'm not I don't consider myself a creative. I'm I'm an IT guy. My job is logistics and making sure everything follows hard rules. Um, when Adam looks at the world, it's like when the Terminator sees the world with all the like, like math, like flying. In his I eyes always and said the matrix. Guy. I see the matrix. <laughs> oh, you see some yeah. matrix. <laughs> that, that was my joke. Um, but my, my brother, my older brother, uh, he was on one of our previous episodes, one of our Christmas mm-hmm. specials. I think mm-hmm. um, he went through the art, 
art path just like you do but a very it's funny because you can see these very different creative paths it's not like any other career right there's a huge vast differences where Mm. he went down the very methodical version of artwork he went to school he started just doing artwork for a video game company then he he went became manager and that was a great episode he had worked uh gerald you'd know the company he had worked with um silicon knights yeah silicon knights so nice yeah yeah and so we got the whole backstory of silicon knights and he was he was in it when it was all falling apart as well so it was really interesting to kind of hear everything that transpired i i wish i could call out the episode number i have no idea i don't know the episode number but it's, it's funny to hear these you know this very methodical mathematical classic you know the cliche career path yeah then to hear yours which is the more what the career path people think of when they think of artist and creator they think of this not meandering implies not enough control but um very different paths you're just reaching out to these all these different creative things that just spark you yeah yeah um I mean, it's it's caused me some that it's caused me some stress. <laughs> <laughs> it know? does, but but um, again, like I said, I look at it differently now, um, and that's just who I am. I, I think being a lot, you know, just again going through the things I've gone through has allowed me to take a step back and and accept the growth as an artist, like and not being yeah. beholden to this one thing. Like I. I, I when I was doing filmmaking, that was it. That's I felt like that's all I could do, you know. And then it's like, okay, I got to do this one thing, or I got to do this mm. other one thing. Mm. But you know, my wife is always just like, why? Well, why can't you do all of them? And mm. I'm just like, I was, I'm only one man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, she's got something right though. Like, there's a like, lot of people who stick in one career and they think this is all I can do, and they're afraid to leave their career yeah. for something yeah. else. And I'm and I'm very, I like to be in control of a lot of stuff. You know, uh, mm-hmm. especially since I had kids, um, <laughs> so I don't make the same <laughs> loose decisions that I would make before. You know, prior to that, kids but, control. Um, what but, a when joke. It, but when it comes when it comes to art, man, it's just like um, you know, just embracing my weirdness and that I I I'm never going to be that methodical, you know, um, person that goes about things in a, a specific manner um, and. I think once I started embracing that and like that helped me cut through a lot of the fear hmm. and the, the, you know, the fear of judgment and yeah. fail and failure. Yes. And, and now, you know, I can see the result of that. And now I'm like addicted. It's like this adrenaline thing. It was like, you know, things I would, I would have never, like, I can tell you right now, if it was three months prior to today, uh, I wouldn't have all even auditioned for this, this justice league project because wow. I just felt like I wasn't good enough, you hmm. know? Um, but you know or the star wars or you know so many other things but now it's just like you know what what's the worst that can happen they'll say no they'll go yes. with somebody else yeah and then, and then i'll go on to the next audition yeah i might you know i might be bummed out about it if it was a if it was a um a character that i really wanted to play hmm. but um they you know they have this saying in the vo- the voice acting community is uh send it send and forget yeah send your audition and forget about it because you would drive yourself mad thinking about hmm. you know about it now 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 sometimes that's you know easier said than done you know like when i sent this you know justice league went in i know i'm like i can't forget this this." (laughs) and you You did so you knew it was justice league when you did it this this, yes this one um yeah i knew that this was um yeah uh justice league and um yeah so 
you know, it's it it's was, not uncommon it was, when we put out these episodes. Daunting. I do have to fire and forget because <laughs> I will go nuts watching the analysis and like the numbers and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do it. You yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get you. Uh, there was one more thing too before we uh, move on from from the topic at hand, though. The um, uh, there was another game, the Knight's Dilemma. Is that uh, is that is that like a online game or mobile? What sort of game is that? It is. Uh, a visual novel like so like a point it's a point they call it a point and click game oh, so okay yeah click adventure they usually nice. yeah so it's uh it's one of those and this is my first foray in, foray into one of those um mm. games and there was an awesome team I, I just wound up i came in on the latter end of it because they were doing like a third casting call for you know a few other characters and i got pulled in for one and then once i did that one they asked me if i wanted to do these three other characters so i'm like sure Oh, awesome. Um, I, I'm curious yeah. now that you've done these kind of two different things. So you've done this one role for you know my time at Sandrock Justice, mm. which was a pretty thick role. You know, you, you had a lot of lines in it mm. um, in the comparison to this other one that you're that, that you're here with. Like, it sounds like you're probably doing more side characters, maybe yeah. information mm-hmm. dumps. Do you find a drastic difference? Um, like for Justice, did you come in sort of with your own opinions? And obviously you kind of had to provide an accent, but um, did you? Did you come in and did they take talks with you and advice versus this other one where it was just come in here? Here's a line. It's exposition dump. Do a weird voice. Call it a day. <laughs> yeah. The um, sometimes they'll say it depends on the project, but, um, you know, a nice dilemma. They were generous. They were like, well, we loved you as this character. As long as you can pull off a convincing different voice, you mm. know, for for this other character, mm. would you be willing to give it a shot? So uh, I just kind of, you know, there's as a voice actor, you kind of have like this toolbox of voices mm-hmm. I like to I like to refer to as. And depending on what type of character it is, that's the kind of voice I'll pull out. Your um, quick and, I'm const- and, and I'm constantly <laughs> practicing them. I, I, I might even be in like the, the supermarket and I might hear somebody speaking. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting, you know, mm-hmm. voice and, you know, blog that away. And then and, you, you got to practice that like in the car on the way home. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Try. So, I try <laughs> yeah. So um, generally it's not it's not too difficult for me to, you know, find you know, another voice. So, um, I feel weird because for various different reasons, I, my wife calls me insane. Um, I play Dungeons and Dragons, uh, very, very actively. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. therefore I go through a lot of characters. <laughs> so it's not you only a, have one voice though. I've heard it. Yeah. No, it's, I, it's like I, a pseudo Irish accent. I have many. <laughs> you just I joke. They all devolve into that one. They do. They do. Cause I'm terrible at it. I'm not practiced like Gerald. I'm not, it's, I'm not a professional. <laughs> Look, no, it's funny you mentioned that the Dungeons and Dragons because I'm a big tabletop gamer. I've been me and my wife. Uh, we game a lot with her her uncle, and I actually attribute that to a lot of my my success as a voice actor. Yeah, is you know portraying these different characters, and it's it's improv, like it's not scripted. So, um, you know, a lot of voice acting can obviously there's a script, but there's there there's times where it involves a lot of you know improv, and that prepared me for that. You know, um, just going to that because I, ha- I I I played a tabletop game with a friend of mine, older guy, but he he grew, he's a theater actor. Ooh. So imagine that, like he brings it to his games oh, as, yeah. as, as, as you know as DM. And I need to play. With I this got guy. to I got to sit in on one, play, be a character in one of his games, and it's like that's so cool. <laughs> once we start role playing, that's it. There's no you can't break character. Like that's it. Hell and that was a challenge for me, you know, in a good way. Like, you know, and for like those few hours, we are those characters and, and everything we say are, is in those characters, our arguments that we have. 
And that we did that for like a year. And that was, you know, I'm like, that was probably, you know, I put that on my resume. Like, this is my improv training. Like, I, yeah. you know, I would, you know, the theater trained Matthew Gretzinger, you know, spent a year with him mm. under his wing. And he mm. put me through this, the ringer as this, through this improv. And, I don't think you could get better uh, training from like an online course for that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Role playing like tabletop RPG, no, like dude, that's especially if it's a serious DM, like that's that's like yeah. uh, that's a big role. That's cool. Yeah, he would bring in like the music, you know the you know we had the title intro music and the sounds oh, awesome. and everything. It was like immersive. It was it was great. <laughs> this is Adam's eyes are lighting up so much. He's just like I have to play with them. I have to go. I have well, to play. <laughs> okay, so I know this is all about you, but I got I got to say this for a little bit. So I I all of my friends, I said I'm an IT guy. I'm very logical. And mm -hmm. a lot of my friends are all the same way because you meet this, you meet similar people. Right. Mm -hmm. And because of that, a lot of my D and D games, we actually play Pathfinder, not D and D. And the reason we do that is because it's more mechanical because these guys mm -hmm. are other nerds that are all logic based and they're, so they're all going to the rules, but the rule book all the time. <laughs> exactly. And it's all about the strategy of the combat. And we, yeah. we put role play it's there, but it's, it's very much a joke and it's very much to the side. So I, I long for these heavy role plays, but no one that I'm circles with is into that or yeah. comfortable with themselves enough to do that. And that's how every single one of our role play sessions are. Um, I've done maybe like seven campaigns with them. And one of my DM, like, um, DMs, he'll take like Pathfinder. We play that. He'll take it and he'll like, this might hurt your soul, but he'll take like the core rules and throw everything out. Oh, I don't he'll, care. He'll, he'll make his own stuff. He'll make up his own rules. And he's all about, because he'll tell you he's all about story first, story and fun. Yep. And, and he has this thing that if you can describe your action to me, that kind of makes me jaw, you know, my jaw drop. You you know you can get an extra dice or you get a a a hmm. a, a, a guaranteed success. Yeah, know, we call it. that a uh, in, in in the rule of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like you know it encourages us to be elaborate and in character and how we describe things and do things like that. But uh, we do have one guy, uh, my buddy Mike. He's he's that very you know logical like i'm saying like i'm about to throw like six fireballs as an example and he's like well man let me go to the rule book and see and check your, uh, <laughs> your, your bats. And, and so the dm was like just let him just let him say it first before you, <laughs> before you <go laughs> give him the hope first <laughs> i'm always like mike put the book down <laughs> whose side are you on we're trying to win this campaign <laughs> That's don't awesome. teacher teacher don't do that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah for sure that's great now, it, I, there's one more question i got for that one um before mm -hmm. we move off is that sounds to me very emotionally taxing it is oh my god it is <laughs> very very much so um the guy i was mentioning mike our two characters in this in this, in this game that matt was running um, we never saw eye to eye on anything. I was playing like a Lex Luthor type character. We we lived in a world of superheroes, but we weren't superheroes. Yep. And so so the my the question was, what kind of character would you make in that world? And I said, well, I'd probably be like a Lex Luthor. Like I'd be pissed off. I don't got powers. Yeah. So, hmm. You got to so, use your powers without powers. Yeah. Like so, I wasn't a villain, but I that that had that same kind of mentality. Like, what makes hmm. them special, right? That yep. they get to get these powers. So I I was like the the world's greatest like inventor. Like I would create all these things to give me powers. Right. Um, and the other, you know, the other guy, he was like, uh, a, like an old, de like a, a detective, like old school, like private eye. Right. 
But me and his character never saw eye to eye on the world. And we, at, at this one game session, we got into this heated argument in character and we're shouting at each other across the table, like, and, and back and forth for maybe like 20 minutes. Right. Fuck. And then awesome. at the end of it, he's sweating, I'm sweaty, faces red. And we just like had to, we had to break character for a moment and give each other a high five. Like that's freaking awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, that is so great. It, it was crazy, and that's what, like to this day we 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 talk about that moment. And but yeah, by the end of all of our ses- sessions, yeah, there were usually headaches. And uh, <laughs> I think the hardest part with that horse horse voices and stuff, horse yeah. voices for sure. I think the hardest part with that is there's a lot of problems with D and D when you get that into character, which I I think is this the weakness in not the per not the game, the person sometimes, but it's very hard not to take those personalities and those role play. And you're getting in this heated discussion and then kind of have that emotion towards the player afterwards. Yeah. And it's very hard to yeah. walk away without that emotion. Mm. Mm. I've been in games like that. Um, that never ends well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've done, I've had yeah. that a few times where I brought people to my pl- uh, game yeah. that were very into role playing. I, I encouraged it, brought it forth. But the problem was, is they weren't. They didn't have that like train mentality of we can yeah, fight today and have a beer tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and and you have to find the right group of people that can mm-hmm. that can um, you know, uh, disconnect themselves from from the from their character, right? Yeah, and and luckily this group was that. <laughs> so it was just like, oh my god, like I'm, you know, and there are these are guys like they're all older than me, and they've been playing, you know tabletop games since the 80s you know since they were kids so oh my god the pros just yeah so just being you know i was it was an honor to even get invited to their game session right so i'm just like y'all want me like (laughs) um yeah and we got in there and it was to this we still talk about this game to this day it was it was we would have like on the ride home from the game sessions like um you know, I would drop off, you know, a couple of our other players and yeah. but we would be in the car for like two hours after the game session talking about what happened. And oh, it's just kind of like de- just decompressing because yeah, it was like yeah. a lot. It was so much. We right? got to unpack what just happened. That's <laughs> great. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah. yeah, I was curious too. kind of kind of off topic. But uh, you mentioned earlier uh, your love for Marvel and then we kind of touched on a little bit ago. So I guess we just did an episode recently on was it the phase five and six stuff coming. Yeah, up? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Gerald, yeah. what are you most looking for? forward to that's been announced from phase five and six that's been announced uh well hold on if you know something that hasn't been announced you need to tell us (laughs) no 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 i just have (laughs) theories on what's coming but um uh or hopes i guess hopes and dreams about what's coming um i'm excited about fantastic four i really want to see what they do with the fantastic four that makes sense um it makes me sad though that we will never see Reed Richards and Tony Stark together on the same on the same same screen. Eh, you never know. I, know. I mean, yeah, we are in the multiverse, yeah, but <laughs> what we all know is the real Iron Man. Right, oh, well, right. We'll um, find a way. But yeah, um, and then Captain uh, Captain America um, set with um, Anthony Mackie. I really want yep. to see more of him. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony that's, official, that's a film, right? That that he's doing yeah, with yeah, Cat Four. Yeah, yeah the, he, okay, he, honestly, he's such a good part for the role. Anthony Mackie is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually, yeah. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was like that's probably it's like my second favorite series in the first spate of yeah. series they've done here on. It. I think Loki <laughs> is still my favorite out of those first uh, the first run yeah. of uh, series on there that was just crazy good. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, what about um, it? And then uh, I heard Fantastic Four. They've almost locked in the director. They're talking about the WandaVision yeah. director. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. So could be good. Could be good. So hell yeah, man! So and obviously, just you know, Spider Man, whatever, whatever route that takes. After seeing No Way Home, I'm kind of like, all right, bring my boy back. 
I need Spider-Man back, so I'm oh, always dude. waiting to see what happens with uh, the hype is so Spider-Man. real with Spider-Man right now. I think they should get Miles Morales at the end of the multi and uh, the what what is it the the animated version that they have? Oh, uh, into the Spider Verse. Yeah, into yeah. the Spider Verse, and then have him through means of you know dimensional travel through that suddenly show up as a live action character for the movie. Yeah, well, yeah, across the Spider Verse is that is that what the next sure. one's called? Yeah, 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 and it's like a two parter. I think yeah, 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 that'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah. I still think Miles Morales is my favorite Spider-Man of all time. Well, we'll find out if he comes to live action. I think Into the Spider-Verse is probably still my favorite Spider-Man film. So it is. It's crazy good. Look, crazy good. after I watched out of Into the Spider-Verse, I said the same thing. Like, this is my, all, this has to be my favorite all-time Spider, you know, favorite Spider-Man movie. And um, obviously, all the originals have a place, you know, special place in my heart. Oh, so yeah. I just say, that's okay. That's my favorite animated Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, <that's fair. laughs> but fair. no, real, real talk. That's my favorite Spider-Man movie. Just yeah. that. <laughs> my God. Like the, that was just the art style that they chose for that. And the, the, the voice acting and, and it's just, ah, oh, it was su- such a, such a great movie from beginning to end. It, it's great to so. see something that was done where like every single decision it was made was the right decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's nothing about yeah. that film. I could be like, they could have done this. They could have done that. Right. Like, no, this it's kind of like literally a perfect you, film. Some, sometimes you're waiting for that to happen, but it never happened in that movie. It's like, this just keeps getting good and better yeah. and better. Like what? <laughs> honestly, it, it really did. And, and it had some emotional weight to it as well throughout. Yeah. So it was just really mm-hmm. good. Overall. I just find it weird that Miles Morales had one of my favorite runs of Spider-Man in the comics. And then he came out with a movie that had one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And then he came out with the Spider-Man expansion, I guess you could call it, or standalone, the Miles Morales version. I'm like, oh, which was so good. Which is so good. So good. But he's done everything good. (laughs) Miles hasn't missed yet. No. (laughs) He's not. Peter's had some misses along the way. He's had some misses. (laughs) Oh, my God. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I, I think that that about kind of wraps it up for today. We're coming up on our hour here. Um, so, is there anything else you would kind of want to shout out, or, or any any uh, projects upcoming you want to shout out, or do we kind of cover everything? Um, well, you, you you mentioned I'm in neon pot, um, neon shadows pot um, audio drama. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. available right now on Spotify. I'm going to be in an upcoming, um, obviously the upcoming Justice League Mortal. I'll be mm-hmm. in that soon, and then. Um, I'm trying to make sure I say what I can say about uh, there's so many projects, guys. <laughs> and then technically, a, Sandrock will announce soon go out of access, but for now, you could still get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm excited for that to come to consoles, um, for everybody to get to play that too. Well, I'll so. be playing on Switch for sure. Yeah, yep. um, but but yeah, that's uh, those are the two immediate. Um, I got a lot of stuff cooking. Um, awesome. <laughs> like next week, I'm booked for like four different things, and oh I'm excited my God. about it. So, so, so I mean, this just means that like maybe maybe exactly a year from now we should have you back on, and then we can kind of like cover that. that <laughs> yeah, all the stuff I couldn't talk about today. Yeah, plus yeah, yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're just building the hype right now for twelve months from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, so. So, hey, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Man, it was, it was awesome. Great it was great catching up. It was great learning about everything that you've done and kind of your journey uh, leading up to it as well. That was a really awesome. And uh, yeah, honestly, it was it was wonderful. So we got to have you back on sometime. For sure, for sure. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, please check out the podcast on Bitcade Podcast app. We'd love it if you listen on there. We have bonus content on there you can unlock as well and support the podcast. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Ronan Geekery. Hey, Gerald, where can they find you on Twitter? On Twitter, I am at zero G. That's zero with an X. X-E-R-O underscore G-E-E. Perfect. Perfect. Is, is there any other place that they should follow you at? Um, Twitter is my main source, um, or you can check me out on my website, www.artofg.com. Perfect. Excellent. All right, man. And that does wrap it up for today. Thank you for listening so much, and we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>